Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number 1. It's an exercise slash nutrition tip that comes bundled along with a nice quote. So the quote is, it's from a Chinese folk saying, it says, If you take 100 steps after each meal, you'll live to be 99. So what's the tip? Well, if you're quite astute, you'd figured it out already, that after you eat, go for a short walk. Not only is it going to help you, you know, uh, just have generally move around more and it's going to help you de-stress because you're taking a walk, but it's also going to, one, improve in the digestion of your food, and two, it could actually help how your body handles its blood sugar levels. So t- have, if you have your meal, don't go back and lay down on the couch and watch Netflix or go to your computer and start typing away. Go for a short walk. It's going to improve your life tremendously. Okay, tip number two, something I am experimenting with. I've talked about running hill sprints. I've talked about the benefits of backwards running. So this weekend, I combined the two. I went to Bloomingdale Park, and I actually went to the hill by Bloomingdale Park, and I did backwards uphill sprints. Give it a shot. It is way more challenging than you'd ever think. Not only from the fact the fact that you're backwards sprinting, but you're also going up a hill. I did about eight reps of 25 yards. Again, uh, give it a shot. Let me know what you think. Okay, tip number three, the quote that I've been thinking about. Don't try to put a saddle on a Mustang. I repeat, don't try to put a saddle on a Mustang. Now, I first heard about this in this documentary where they were talking about uh, Eminem, the rapper. And essentially, like he, he was doing his own thing. And he was the type of guy where you just kind of got to let him flow. He doesn't need that much coaching. Just let him go. Even if you give him coaching, he's probably not going to listen to it. And as I try to relate it to being a business leader or a football coach, imagine you got a player. I'll even throw a guy out there like a Frank Torres. Uh, he's, just, he's just on a different level. Uh, there's times where you can coach him, but there's times where you just got to let him go. And you got to be smart enough as this business leader or coach to know who your Mustang really is. This is not for everybody. It's it's a, the equivalent of a Lawrence Taylor, right? Sometimes you got to just let that guy go. But if you pick the wrong guy, it's going to backfire on you. The rest of your the teammates are going to know. Uh, everybody's going to question your authority. You got to pick the right guy. And you got to understand the right situation. But when you have that situation, whoever that person is, and if you can figure out who that right person is, don't try to put a saddle on that Mustang. Okay, tip number four, something I've been listening to that's moved me. It's actually a podcast from uh, Mark Smellybelly. I think it's called The Bell Project. Anyway, he had this guy named Doug Brignoli on. Doug Brignoli is a bodybuilder. And what he was talking about is even not as important as of something he said in the podcast. I'll say what he was talking about. He was actually talking about how isolation exercises could actually generate more muscle growth than compound exercises. Now, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour podcast. You have to listen to it. There's things I agree with. There's things I still, still really am questioning because uh, I'm just – I'm not 100% there. I, you know, maybe it's only for bodybuilders and not for athletes. Anyway, what he had said was, this is the, really the most important part. He said, imagine you're going on this journey. You have to get from point A to point B. And you go and you take this really steep hill and there's mud and you get two flat tires and, and, and you fix your tires and you drive through the mud and you push your car through the mud and you get there. You get to point B. And then somebody, they say, how do you get to point B? You say, man, it's going to take a lot of hard work. You're going to have to do all this. You're going to have to change your flat tires. And when you get there, you're going to feel fulfilled and satisfied. But maybe, maybe there's another way that is much simpler and you didn't need to take that road. Maybe, maybe there was like a road. That, maybe there was like a nice paved road that you could have taken. You never get a flat tire. You don't have to dig your car out. You can get there in 15 minutes instead of 15 hours. So what he was relating this to, and I think it's great, in life, a lot of times people... They get to a certain spot, right? They get to point B. And people think, well, that's the only way you get to point B is through this intense grind. And you got to get there. And there's no other way to get there than point B. 
and they don't even care about the other route that could be taken. Or maybe that route is seen as a lesser route. So really, when you're doing things, you should really constantly ask yourself, like, why? Does it need to be this hard? What would it look like if it were easy? And does it have to be this hard? In some situations, yeah, you want to make it that hard because there is joy in hard work. But in other situations, does it need to be that hard? And if the thing that you're doing, if it's that hard, is it worth putting that much effort into if it's not even that important? Like for me, it's the important stuff that you need to go through. That's where the grind needs to come in to build character. But if it's a distraction, maybe your goal was to get to point B. It wasn't how you got to point B. Maybe you just needed to get to point B. Wherever that point B was, I need to get to point B. I got to save somebody's life at point B. Why does it have to be so hard getting to that point? I just I think about this constantly at work. I think about it constantly with football, constantly with training. It seems to be a constant conversation as people will focus more on the grind than th- what they're trying to achieve. And maybe the grind is actually a massive distractive distraction to their achievement. This has nothing to do with the process versus the outcome, by the way. I'm just saying that sometimes people make things harder than they need to be and ignore the simple stuff, especially when it's a distraction. Okay, tip number five, productivity tip. If you have somebody that you are coaching or coaching with or working for you, right, and you feel like they're not doing what you're asking them to do, the best thing that I've seen that's effective is you sit down next to that person. Say you have an employee and you say, look, Jimmy, you're not getting it done you seem like you're working on other stuff that I'm not telling you to do, or you don't think what's important, what I think is important. What I want you to do right now on a piece of paper, I'm going to take a piece of paper, you're going to take a piece of paper. We're both going to write down the top three priorities, the top three things that I'm asking you to do. By the way, if you're a boss, if you're giving people more than three things that are your top priority, it's probably too many priorities. It should only be one. In fact, that's where priority means. But anyway, I'll keep it realistic. What are the top three things that you should be working on right now? What is your main focuses? He writes them down, you write them down. If they're not the same thing, There's a disconnect. And the first thing you should say is not, this person's a moron, they don't listen to me, they do whatever they want, or they're just a Mustang. Maybe, and probably, it's you. Maybe you, the boss, the leader, have not effectively communicated what those three things are. So take that extreme ownership first. Okay, you said this, I said this, these are the, now, this could disconnect, but these are the three things I want you to focus on. Then, and only then, after you've had that clear conversation, then you should come back after that, do it again about a two or three weeks later. Write the same three things down. See if that your employer remembers the same three things. And if they don't get it then, then it is on the student and not the teacher. But again, that is a, a super effective technique. Okay, tip number six. The strangest thing I saw all week. Uh, Coach Coach Neville at Tottenville High School. I love it. He's trying to end practice. So he, he does the old trick where you send an offensive lineman out to go catch a punt. And... Uh, if guys, I'm sure you guys have all seen it on Hard Knocks. It's an awesome coaching strategy. It's fun. It gets the team involved. Sometimes it's funny if the guy can't catch it. So he takes our uh, our left guard out there. This kid's an absolute beast. And I, I've actually never seen a kid catch a punt more gracefully in my entire life. I mean, we're working with punt returners. We're teaching them all the tricks. Elbows tucked. Keep your fingers in front of your eyes. Act like you're catching a baby out of the building. And they're dropping punt after punt after punt. And it's sickening. He throws this guy out. And I've I've coached football for over 20 years now. I've never seen anyone at the high school level, a wide receiver, defensive back, anyone catch a punt as gracefully as this kid Novello caught the punt. Uh, not only did he catch it, he caught it like a center fielder, and then he caught it on the run, and he acted like he's done it a, a million times. So if you see, I, you, you guys know I do some wacky things as a coach. Uh, if you see me uh, with our starting left guard back at punt returner this year, you heard it here. You, you heard it here first. You know why. All right, people, enjoy the rest of your week. Attack your week. And again, I will ask you if you are going to be somebody's guy in a red Ferrari. If you like this this episode, please share it with one other person. Let them know. Maybe you, you love Frank Torres and you want him to know that he was mentioned on this episode. Send it to him. All right, people. Again, have a good week.
This podcast is brought to you by MicroSky, your one-stop shop for IT and computer services. Now, I've been a customer of these guys for years, and here's why. They make things easy. My computer had died. They came, picked up my computer, recovered all my data, and then set me up with a new computer in three days. Fully loaded, I just press the on button, and I'm ready to go. Made my life super, super easy. Now, they don't only specialize in computer repair. They also specialize in cloud backup, data recovery, cybersecurity, and IT support plans. Do not be like me. Do not wait until your computer dies to get in touch with these guys. Visit microskyms.com slash contact. Microsky, that's skyms.com slash contact. If you want a free month of cloud backup, make sure you put AT2020 in the referred by field in the contact form. Again, that's AT2020. Do not wait like I did. Contact them today.